Well, amen, amen. Good morning and welcome to New Hanover. As I thank you so much for Heart Song and leading us in worship today. And it was so great to just be in the back area and just people worshiping together, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I am Ricky Ayala, the senior pastor, so I welcome all of you. And for those of you who are joining on our pod- podcast, wherever you are, thank you so much for joining in. I'm going to invite for those of you who are here to open up your programs. If you're interested in taking notes, in the right-hand side of the programs are filling the blanks. You can fill in those, uh, the answers uh, while the answers will be up on the screen during my sermon today. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we begin a new sermon series I'm so excited about that is titled, you know, Prayer. And you'll probably be here thinking, oh, man, I thought it was going to be a more interesting topic, all right? Uh, but no, one of the things that we have to understand is that prayer can be a life-changing and has been life-changing for many years for God's people. And why not be able to come together? And I hope that your attitude uh, throughout this four-week series is how can I continue to learn and be, become better in our relationship with God and through prayer? So we're going to be utilizing throughout these weeks several examples on our Bibles of how people prayed and how we, it can also give us a blessing of knowing a little bit how to approach God through prayer. So if you're able to, please stand in a reading of God's Scripture in the book of Ephesians chapter 3. I'll be reading from verses 14 through 21. You may have your own Bible, a different translation, but I pray you follow along, or you can go up on the screen and you can see the words. You'll also go into our Version app, uh, check into the events in our new Hanover, UMC, and follow along there. The Bible says this, When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father the creator of everything in heaven and earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand all, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever Amen. Before you sit down, let me just pause for a word of prayer. God, we're so thankful that you allow us to take this time of this day to come and worship you now. We gave them in song. We gave in our tithes and our offerings. And now we lend you our ears and our attentive ears to receive of your word. Let your Holy Spirit move around in us and through us to receive your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. So here the first uh, uh, part of how we're able to learn from those in the Bible how they prayed. Here's the Apostle Paul writing into the uh, church of Ephesus where he was also, you know, in bondage and things. But in the midst of bondage, how he was able to have the courage and also strength to write such an encouraging word to the church. But there are several things that we can learn from these uh, several verses that I just read And the first one, the first point I want to share with you is that we need to pray in humility. We need to pray in humility. And that's more important is that it is our approach to God in the midst of how we're going to pray. 
when the Apostle Paul here is saying, what is his response? How is his approach? He says that he was kneeling before God the Father, the creator of heaven and of earth. He understood the importance of how God, how great God is. And so therefore, in reaching and, and approaching God, the approach that he did was more of a submission. So for us to continue and to learn from how we can pray is obviously with humility. And there are times in our lives that we deal with humiliation. In the midst of humiliation, it it causes us to become humble, where our pride is definitely destroyed, and we humble our lives. And that's how one way we're able to approach God is through humility, to understand when we come before God that He is great that he is the creator of heaven and earth, that we had nothing to do with it. And so our approach is so important, and we do so, and we need to pray in humility. You see, I've gone and traveled throughout many areas, you know, in this world, and, and there are people that pray differently. What God wants us to do is build our relationships with him through a prayer. That's a way of communicating with God, but And our approach of how we do it is so important. There are people who just don't really know about God or how even to approach him. And so there's been times I've gone to uh, areas that I'd be like, yo, 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 God, what's up? You know, I just want to be able to say, you know, all right. It may be that they don't have that kind of relationship. you got to start somewhere. I'm not saying that as a judgment when they're saying, yo, yo, G or, you know, G-O-D or because that's probably one way of their commuting with God, uh, communicating with God. But then as we continue to grow of how we understand and fully understand the presence of God, when God was telling Moses, hey, you better take off those sandals because the place that you're standing on is holy ground to respect it. But our approach... Our approach is, it can be just, okay, God, you, I've heard so much about you. I really don't understand your power, but I've heard so much. Your Bible is there, and how you went and you, you, you uh, took your people out of uh, Egypt and slavery, and you took your people out of bondage, and you, did, and you did this, and you did that. Even when they were complaining, God, I've, I've come to hear about that. So therefore, let me just try to build a relationship through prayer. So that's way of starting out is humility and submission. Here the Apostle Paul is saying that he was able to go and fall to his knees. I'm not saying that every time you have to be in your knees to pray. But it's your approach of how you come and say God or call out to God. It's so important. Second thing I want to share with you here is that we need to pray for completeness. Pray for completeness. On verse 19, the Bible is saying this. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to fully, to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. I don't know about you, but I want to be complete I don't want to be, you know, half empty or some people say, no, that's half full. No, it's not about the approach of how we're doing it. 
but I want to be complete. I want to be that, you know, someone that is over, the cup is overflowing, and not just overflowing to waste it, but, but overflowing as the blessing that God has poured upon me. I'm sharing it with others. So God, thank you for utilizing me, someone that doesn't deserve it, and here, let me bless other people because of the blessings that you have given me. God, you know that I can't give something to somebody that I don't have, so I ask God whatever you need to be able to bless me with, to bless other people. Maybe I don't have to do something immaterially, but I could just be there in presence so I can have a lending ear. Maybe that's all that the person needs. God, just provide opportunities that I may be a resource to you and to others. We have to be open. I want to be complete, ladies and gentlemen, but here's the thing, that there are people who want to be complete, but they don't want to go through the process of growth. Uh-oh. So that's where I, the third point is real quick here, is that we need to pray to grow. But there are people, ladies and gentlemen, that's the third point. There, there are people who want to just receive the completeness without the process of growth. The Bible here on verse 17, it says this, Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. And it continues on, saying, uh, continues on saying, your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And you'll be able to know how high, how long, how deep, how wide his love is because we are rooted in God's love. And therefore, by being the roots, we're able to grow. But many people, in the, the, those who are Christians, believers in Christ, they don't want to go through that process of growth because there are some growing pains sometimes. There are times that God, it seems like we're stretching our faith. It is not to destroy us, but make us stronger, but we don't want to go through that process. We want to pray for completeness, 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 God, God, let me get here, but I, I don't really want to go through this area right here. Uh-huh. God, I ask that you, that if, I, if that's where I need to be, help me because I know there's going to probably be some stumbling blocks in the way. But I pray, Lord, that my way of going at it, that those stumbling blocks will be stepping stones to get to where you want me to be. Come on, you got to be able to pray specifically for completeness in your life because we know that we cannot do anything without the power of God in us if we're trying to do his will. So just a simple prayer, being genuine not just have been saying, so just repeating it and repeating it and repeating it, the prayers. That's one thing God says, you just don't repeat it. I mean, mean what you say. And years ago, there was a, uh, I went to a church that we were doing the Lord's Prayer as we normally do in the, uh, in the service after the pastoral prayer. Afterwards, a woman says, Pastor, we didn't do the Lord's Prayer. I'm thinking, What? We didn't do the Lord's Prayer. And thank God there was somebody else there from that church who said, we did the prayer. And the person says, oh, my goodness, I have probably just, you know, know it so, you know, off the top of my head that I just said it without even knowing. God does just don't want you to just repeat for just for the sake of repeating so that way you're saying that you pray. God wants you to be specific. And sometimes those prayers can be a little longer. Sometimes they can be short. But whether you're praying for completeness is so important for us that we need to pray to grow. And our relationships with people, I'm going to use, utilize my, you know, my wife, Ani, and when we were dating, 
My dad was really old school, right? And by that time, ladies and gentlemen, I see a lot of young folks here. Even, uh, I know, I, I have three children, and you'd be like, uh, that are teenagers or ones that are going to be 21. It's like, what, pastor? You look so young. It's all right. <laughs> but remember, I got married at 18, so that, that also keeps them out. But when I was dating my wife, Ani, my, my dad would be like, you only have 10 minutes to be on the phone with her. You see, we didn't have computers. We didn't have text, you know, for uh, cell phones for text messaging or the social media outlets that we can message people. No, no, it was the phone. And, and I remember those, the rotary phones, you know. Oh, I messed up. I got to start all over again. Oh, you young people don't know the struggle. No. But I try to be slick as any teenager. I try to be slick. And so I knew I had 10 minutes. So when my dad wasn't home, you know, it'd be, I'd be talking to Ani, hey, baby, how you doing? You know, it's like, and then i hang up if I hear him coming in. As soon as he comes in, hey, dad, can I, can I call Ani? I got 10 minutes, right? <laughs> try to be slick, try to be slick. But here's the part is that I, I was so looking forward to that moment where I can call her up and just hear her voice. After working, you know, so many hours, I'd be like, oh, I can't wait, I can't wait. I'd just go there just to hear her voice. Don't you think that God is the same way? You've already heard that I've loved you. I've given my son, my Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for you, and that his blood was shed for your sins. And, and just to let you know that I've loved you even before you love me, but take a moment just to be, you know, like wanting to talk to God. That's how you build relationships. That's how you get to know people. I, I talk about Ani. I just celebrated 24 years of marriage in June, and man, I'm still learning stuff. Because I want to invest my time in getting to know her more. The same way and vice versa, she wants to be able to get to know me. But how can we do that? It's the way of communicating. And prayer is our way of communicating with God, the creator of heaven and earth. So there are times now that we have cell phones, you know, I go in there and throughout the, the day, sometimes we, you know, and during the week here, meetings left and right at times. So, hey, baby girl. I love you. That's it. And I don't know about you, but when I was growing in that relationship with my wife and she would just tell me that, hey, you know, honey, I love you. I'd be like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't always have to want something, right? And sure enough, later on that day, she's like, well, baby, you know, I need this, that. <laughs> but isn't it awesome, you know, I got, I got teenagers, you know, I got a 20-year-old, an 18, and a 16. So awesome as a father or even as a mother, you know, for Ani, is like, for them, they can just text and say, Papi or Mommy, I love you. And that's it. Oh, man, that just brings so much joy to my life. 
Because you know what? There's going to be times and I'm overhearing something and my wife says, hey, you know, the kids said they would like to get this or, or that, you know, but, but they didn't ask for it. They were just wanting to be able to say, I love you. There have been times, the same way I was with Ani, I was with the kids and said, okay, what do you want type of thing, right? But, but here, when, when they just say, no, I didn't want anything, Papi, I just wanted to be able to say that I love you and that's it. Thanks for all that you do or what, you know. Oh, man, I just cherish those moments because they don't happen every time. But when they do, oh, I cherish them. But guess what? When I hear that, that my, one of my kids has a need, out of the three, who do you think is the one I usually get stuff for? The one that regularly, without wanting anything, usually sends me a little note. Hey, I'm thinking about you, Poppy. I hope you're having a good day. Hey, I love you. Oh, man, that's so cool. Not that every time that they're in need, they're wanting to come to me. Poppy, I need this. Poppy, I need that. Poppy, you know. Can you imagine how God feels when every time that his people that, that, that he loves so much only goes to him when there is a need? So I'm going to ask you to try this this week, okay? This week, while well, whether you're working or, you know, or washing dishes or whatever you got, you're doing, just pause for a moment. Hey, God. I don't need anything. I just want to let you know that I love you. That's it. That's it. Next day, God, I don't thank you for this day, but just want to say I love you. That's it. Start there. And I don't know, but I just feel that sometimes when you build that relationship with someone to be able to say, I just, I don't need anything, I just love you. Oh, man, I could just imagine. If, if I know how, how uh, to be good with my children just for them saying I love you, not needing anything, and for me to give gifts to them, how much more an awesome God can do for his people if they just love him? So that simple thing, that's a prayer to you. You know, you could communicate, hey, God, I don't need anything. You've already given me this day. Just want to say I love you. And just go back to your regular. Probably do that, you know, once, maybe twice a, twice a day. Start somewhere. You're probably saying, Pastor, I'm glad that you're talking about prayer because I don't know how to pray. It could be difficult. And I know sometimes we're distracted, our busyness in life and the TVs and the sports and anything. But just, it doesn't have to be long. There was one time, ladies and gentlemen, that I was... Uh, I was <laughs> I was in a restaurant, and they asked this pastor to pray for the, the grace. And I'm used to when I'm dealing with youth and things, they hey, you know, Lord, Lord, from above, thank you for the grub type of thing, you know. <laughs> God bless him. This pastor took a while just praying. The appetizer, I think, they were getting cold. And I would just peek in, you know, once in a while to see if he was almost done. I keep on, I mean, <laughs> not judging the person, I'm just saying. <laughs> I was hungry, right? <laughs> Thanks for allowing me to be me. Just want to let you know that. When we ask God and we build a, uh, a relationship with through prayer, let's utilize this example of the Apostle Paul. 
the way that he was praying, he wanted the church to be strengthened with power. And the way that he wanted to strengthen with power is through the precious Holy Spirit. That's one of the, the, the responsibilities of the, uh, of, the, of the Holy Spirit is to unite us, is to remind us of Christ had done in his life and also to help us pray. We're not alone in this. Utilize the Spirit to be able to pray to God, even if it's a simple, hey, God, I just want to say I love you. When you ask to grow, you're growing and you're getting stretched. There's times of pain in your life. And there's times of sorrow. There's times of mourning. But there's also, in the midst of growth, there are times of joy. There are times of celebration. And whether we're having a good day or a bad day, let us give thanks to God who was the creator of the heaven and earth that we had nothing, again, to do with it. Because then the Bible is saying here that you will grow and you will be strengthened with power. And therefore, when we come before the Lord or, or anywhere, it doesn't have to be in church, anywhere we go, when we hear the songs, it will have a different meaning in our lives. And I don't know, for example, if you know the hymn of the, I love uh, several of the hymns, and I say several because I don't know all of them, but the ones I do know, I give it my all because they have been part of my life. And I've gone through tr uh, trials, and I've gone through tribulations, and in the midst of all that, uh, sometimes there are, there are times when you say, God, where are you? But that's where you grow, and the roots of God's love is in you because you've built that relationship with God. And when a song like this comes on in your heart or mind, or you hear it in church, or you hear it in the radio, it'll have a different meaning. Because we all fall short of God's glory and we, uh, and we sin and things. But here, one of the, uh, the third verse of a song that's titled, a hymn, that's titled, It Is Well. Oh, I love it. So when the words come up and, and you say like this, you know, My sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought. My sin, not in part, but the whole, is nailed to the cross, and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, oh my soul. Oh, and when you sing in that, you know, just knowing how much God, the blood of Christ, has forgiven my sins. And that way we're able to build that relationship with God through prayer. And you build on that relationship in ways that God blesses you in the midst of feeling down. Or in the times when you're feeling at the mountaintop experience, we can give praise to God because of the sin, not in part, but the whole, have been taken care of by my almighty and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then, therefore, when the congregation, I'm going to ask you to join in just a chorus when it says, It is well with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. Hey, Mo, thank you, Lay. Thank you. <laughs> A different approach. You come in humility. You're asking for prayer. You're asking for growth. You're asking to be complete. And God will provide that through the strength and the power that God gives you through his Holy Spirit.
So what's keeping you from prayer, ladies and gentlemen? Is it guilt? If it is guilt, believe in the word. And the book of Romans says that there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Don't carry guilt around. Put it in God's hands and say, God, I can't deal with this anymore. Is it boredom? Is it because you're taking too much and you've probably been taught that you only pray this way? But we're learning here today that the one of the approach is to come in humility. Come with genuineness. Come with authenticity. Even if the prayer is short. So I want to be able to help you out here. I'm going to, uh, let's pray this prayer together and we're going to close out here. It deals with understanding who God is, what we need, and just saying thanks. So let's pray together this prayer. God, creator of heaven and earth, I know there are so many things to pray for today, but at this time, I humbly come before your presence, acknowledging that I am in need of you. My desire is for our relationship to grow by learning to trust in you. May I experience completeness as Christ dwells in my heart. Thank you, God. I love you. Oh, praise God. See how simple that thing is? It doesn't have to be, you know, in three or four minutes. I mean, there are times for that, but how can we approach God? So I'm going to invite you to please follow along with the Pray Bible study, uh, Bible plan on version, and invite friends and family to do the same. And the link is in your programs. It's up there. It says um, go to LC and then Pray Plan. And then listen for people's pain and struggles this week and pray with somebody. Pay attention as God exposes them to his love. And as always, if you need prayer, Late pastors and Stephen ministers will be up here in the front to pray with you and for you. Start somewhere, even if it's at level zero. Growth it means that you're going to build on something wherever level you're in. Let us pray. Gracious and almighty God, we thank you for your message today that we can be strengthened with power through your Holy Spirit, that we can come to you and learn that our approach it's not necessarily have to be proper language, but our approach should be in humility and submission. We pray for growth. We pray for completeness. That way we're able to grow and be strengthened by the roots that we have in us through your love and that Christ will dwell in our hearts. Day by day, we give you thanks. God, we love you. We thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.